Welcome to the Healthcare Executive Podcast, providing you with insightful commentary and developments in the world of healthcare leadership. To learn more, visit ACHE.org. And without further ado, your host. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Healthcare Executive Podcast. Our guest today is Jenna Abernathy, a senior client partner specializing in executive search at Corn Ferry. Jenna serves as the sector leader for board services in the healthcare practice and as a member of the firm's global board and CEO practice. As an organizational and performance excellence expert, Jenna brings a unique skill set as a strategic advisor for client seeking C-suite and boardroom talent. Now, before joining the leadership advisory profession, she was Chief Administrative Officer for Premier Inc., a performance improvement national alliance of hospitals and health systems, and she did that for nearly 10 years. Now, among her achievements, she was the executive lead for Premier's successful Malcolm Baldridge National Quality Award. Earlier, she held executive positions with McKesson General Medical Corporation and Fisher Scientific International. She has served on the board of directors for the Charlotte Symphony Orchestra and Whit Kiefer International, among others, and is currently serving on the board of directors for the Parkinson's Foundation. She graduated from the University of Mary Washington in Fredericksburg, Virginia, with a Bachelor of Science in Business Administration, and she is a member of the American College of Healthcare Executives. Jenna, welcome to the Healthcare Executive Podcast. Great. Thank you, Eric. It's wonderful to be here with you today and your listeners as well. Yeah, very excited about our conversation because you are the perfect person to talk to about the many advantages healthcare leaders can gain serving on a board. Now, you spend a lot of time helping C-suite executives and boards work better together. You've helped senior executives select board members and then the other way around, helping boards find new CEOs. And I have to imagine there are a lot of rewarding things about your job, right? Absolutely. It's really all about impact. I mean, when I have the opportunity to help health systems to reconstitute their boards or to bring in new members with new skills, uh, it really is an opportunity to contribute at the highest level. At the same time, when I have the honor of placing healthcare executives on boards, I also feel that same sense of impact where I can help diversify uh, industry boards, private equity, and other for-profit organizations. Why do so many healthcare leaders want a seat on a board? I think for healthcare leaders in particular, it really is an opportunity to learn and grow as an executive. It gives them the chance to really look at uh, different organizations from a holistic perspective that may be completely unique to healthcare. You know, one thing that we share with board members that are in the healthcare industry is you really want to make sure that you're free of conflicts. You want to make sure that you have the capacity to serve and the time, but you also want to have the passion for the organization that you're contributing your expertise and experience. And what we have found with healthcare executives in particular is that they have such a broad range of knowledge in so many areas uh, because of the industry that they're in, it's fast paced, it's transforming, it's moving at a rapid speed. And so because of that, uh, with digital, the onset of technology, they just bring so much to the table from a skills, capabilities and experience perspective. So let's talk about some of the differences between boards. Like what's, a, what's the difference between a not-for-profit and a for-profit or corporate board? 
Yeah, so obviously I could get into all of the technical nuances between the two. I will steer away from that and just focus at a very high level. So for individuals that are looking at a for-profit or corporate board, uh, they are established to support their shareholders. That is their fiduciary responsibility. They are aligned directly with the profitability growth of the organization. At the same time, when we think about compensation, uh, for-profit and corporate board members are compensated. It could be a retainer of cash, it could be equity, it could be a combination of the two. Uh, Not-for-profit boards typically are not compensated board roles. Uh, very often members serve uh, because it's part of their mission and they're aligned accordingly with their own values. And so they feel that it really is about giving back to the community or giving back to an industry that they are really passionate about. I will tell you though, that both, whether it's for-profit or not-for-profit, share clarity of purpose. Uh, They also have strong governance and they also at the same time have strict adherence to core values as well. So there is that fiduciary oversight of CEO performance as well as compensation. So there are a lot of similarities between the two. It's just a lot of the nuances that are different from a regulatory perspective. Got it. Let's talk about the mindset a little bit in your experience. What's the mindset of of people? Do sometimes they think someone can just jump right onto a board of a company like a CVS or Starbucks right out of the gate? You know, it's very interesting. It's it's when I work in the C-suite, so often people may think, well, I'm at a manager level, I'm ready to be CEO. As we know, through any type of career trajectory, there are different levels, there are different steps, there's different mentoring that, that occurs. And so when we think about serving on boards, what we share with people is start with the foundation. Start with not-for-profit boards. Gain your experience in the not-for-profit industry. It is a great foundation for your future, and it allows you to really build off of uh, that particular expertise. If you think about those that serve with ACHE, that serve in other industry-related organizations, again, it's building skills, it's building expertise along the way but it's also really diversifying your knowledge and being able to serve at a 30,000 foot level and really understanding the difference between governance and management. At the same time, I will share with you that we are seeing Fortune 50 boards that really are looking at healthcare executives and, and putting healthcare executives on their boards. So we're seeing this all over. I could continue to give you many examples, I just would like to see more of that. So some great things to consider there and, you know, staying with considerations and and our listeners here. Um, Are there different considerations for, say, an emerging leader versus a hospital CEO? You were just talking about these different opportunities. So how about that, uh, the difference in mindset and considerations based on where you are in your career? Yeah, I think for an emerging leader, again, it goes back to as you think about building your career and your expertise, 
uh, we really strongly advocate for serving, whether it's an alumni board, a community board, a not-for-profit that you have a direct linkage, passion, et cetera, for. So we say for emerging leaders, build this out and really think about your future. For CEOs, obviously they have managed their own boards and they typically have served with other boards. So while both you know, will be looking at opportunities to expand their board service, uh, we really feel like you know, both need to think about their own emotional intelligence of how they want to contribute, what aligns best in terms of their expertise, how they can really contribute at the highest level, and to be able to be very specific on those organizations that they want to serve, whether it is in the for-profit or not-for-profit realm. All right, here's that question that you hear all the time, I'm sure. So someone's thinking about trying to get on a board and the old, it's not what you know, it's who you know. So how do you, how can executives effectively use the relationships and the networking to pursue um, a board role? It's both. So okay. I will tell you that you really have to be introspective. Uh, you need to be intellectually curious to serve on a board. You need to be collaborative as part of your board repertoire, uh, but it is a very much around networking and definitely letting people know that you have an interest in serving. So we tell people, be prepared, you know, certainly have a board bio. When you think about your board bio, so often healthcare executives will actually gear their bio toward healthcare. We try to encourage them to think broader. Think about growth opportunities. Think about how you've you know, contributed to the, your own strategic plan. Think about M&A. You know, what has been your role with an acquisition? How have you led various functions within your own healthcare entity? And how does that translate into a boardroom of a for-profit organization if that is your target. At the same time, networking is absolutely critical. 70% of all board appointments still come through personal and professional networks. At the same time, about 30% are from search firms. So what we tell people is, yes, we can absolutely um, you know, prepare you and help you think about board roles. But at the same time, you really need to think about your own network and be able to reach out accordingly. So that could be through your current CEO or through current board members. It could be through your alumni. It could be through sitting down with people that you know that are serving on boards and having coffee or lunch to say, tell me about your board journey. How did you make this happen? So it really is being very uh, anticipatory and proactive if this is something that truly is uh, an area that you want to explore and that you want to expand when you think about your career holistically. And how about ACHE? It's probably another great network to leverage for these opportunities. ACHE is absolutely a fabulous network to leverage. So when you think about, you have a global organization, 
You think about the number of people that participate. It is the preeminent healthcare organization in the country and well world, in the whole world. And so as part of that, being able to leverage uh, those relationships and to be able to take part in sessions like you have today. And then of course, Congress that happens every year that has unbelievable enrichment activities to really help people think about their careers uh, is just second to none. So you've been talking about how healthcare leaders are in demand, and you recently published an article um, at CEOs outside of healthcare telling them why it is a great idea to recruit healthcare leaders for their boards. Um, so what skills do our listeners have um, that are most in demand? I mean, you just talked a little about what they should be listing on an application, but what are some of those skills that are in most demand right now? So right now, we're seeing a lot of demand for individuals that have cybersecurity, consumerism, certainly uh, ESG is a big area that is going to become more and more prevalent in healthcare. Um, at the same time, we still see a high need for financial expertise. And when we think about executives in healthcare, they certainly bring to the table that financial experience even though you have the not-for-profit maybe in front of some of these health systems, these are very complicated you know, organizations that are dealing with in a regulated industry with multiple reimbursement mechanisms. Many financial, I mean, many healthcare organizations have actually diversified and have even set up you know, private equity like uh, organizations under the umbrella of the not-for-profit uh, to be able to continue to generate revenue, but also to invest in healthcare startups. So we see so much opportunity there. At the same time, healthcare leaders run an organization that operates 24-7, 365 days a year. Again, you know, when you think about the complexity and the relationships that they have, these are individuals and leaders that work with diverse teams. They have in their own organizations had to really address engagement, um, address everything from a post-COVID perspective in terms of really rethinking the future of work. Uh, they have all of the challenges that many large uh, you know, industry and other organizations have to deal with. And at the same time, they also typically are very collaborative in the boardroom because they work with so many uh, individuals, whether it's through the political landscape of their own communities that they serve, uh, through their own key stakeholders, you know, working within the organization, as well as those external stakeholders. So these are individuals that are what we call true enterprise leaders in that in healthcare, you really have to know how to transform and perform at the same time. And so when I think about board members and future board opportunities, um, that is what I would see as really a great individual sitting at the table, 
helping an organization to be the very best that they can possibly be to give back, whether it's to the mission or whether it's to shareholders. Uh, these are true leaders that know how to deliver. Well, Jenna, thank you so much for sharing your expertise, your perspective. And one last question. When we have an ACHE member on the podcast, we love to ask how the organization has impacted your own journey. ACHE for me, I remember the first time I attended Congress and I was amazed at all of the offerings and I was amazed at all the networking events and just the opportunity to be with so many leaders that are passionate about what we do. It's a privilege to serve in healthcare. It is an industry that is rapidly changing and ACHE continues to bring forward the best thinkers and to bring forward excellent development opportunities to really help people grow their career and to be able to ascend to being the best that they can be in this industry. Jenna Abernathy is a senior client partner at Corn Ferry. You can read her recent articles on healthcare executives and board service in CEO World Magazine and on the NACD Board Talk blog site. Jenna, it has been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Eric, and thank you to ACHE. And thanks to all our listeners. We'll, of course, see you next time on the Healthcare Executive Podcast from ACHE. This has been the Healthcare Executive Podcast, brought to you by the American College of Healthcare Executives. If you've enjoyed the show, please consider rating and reviewing on iTunes or your podcasting app of choice. And for more information, find us online at ache.org.